that he just climbed up on this tractor here. You know, I used to have one of these when I was a little fella. That's wonderful. Get up there. I want you fired up. You got to pull out the silver button and push the blacking. The blacking? Yeah, come on, man. Get on, mate. Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander, and Matt Trepo. We are back for episode number eight of the Happy Campers Jam cast. Ocho. How are you gentlemen doing? Good. Well, today's episode, uh, I've had the pleasure of talking to a, a guy that I've known actually my entire life. I grew up around the same parts as this guy, and we always ran into each other throughout the years, and I see him here and there, and he's always a, a pleasure to talk to, and this is one of the uh, farminist. Is farminist a word? Farminist sons of bitches that I know. It is now. It is. Um, I enjoy learning about the farming stuff because I don't know much about it. I've got family members that do it, and I was raised around people that do it. But between this guy and his brother, the Snapchats that I see from them are always in a language that I have no idea what's going on. Might as well be speaking Chinese. They're driving these huge machines out in the desert. And they're always pointing down at these big screens with all these numbers on them. And to their other farming friends, that means something. But it's just another language to me. Well, I don't think Stanford's quite the desert. (sighs) Especially right now, it's probably pretty wet out there, ain't it? It is pretty wet. Yeah. But today's guest, without further ado, is my friend for nearly probably 30 years, Mr. Conrad Newberry from the... uh, Metropolitan area of Stanford, Arkansas. Give it up for Conrad, Stanford, Mr. Stanford, Conrad. Yeah, How good to doing? have you tonight, buddy. I, I don't know Conrad well. Well, I, I think I've met him before, but we've just met again about uh, ten minutes ago. But he's drinking beer and uh, he knows how to tell a good story. So, and Matt, Matt is in the farming uh, industry as well. I so am. I we am. thought that would be a, a good. If y'all didn't recognize the clip we entered with tonight, that is from the the famous movie Son in Law, about Polly Shore going to the farm. That's, From the big city movie. to the farm. We so, thought that was appropriate. So, Conrad, what do you do out there around the Stanford What's area? What's your farm? Yeah, I farm mostly rice and beans. Uh, this year, I should have farmed some uh, fish. We got plenty, yeah, of, plenty of water. Plenty of water. Uh, like There's say, good money in that. But like I say, farm uh, with, my dad, <laughs> with my dad and my brother. And uh, How long has your dad been farming? Uh... I'd say all of his life, but uh, he's been he's been farming on his own since he was about twenty four, and he's he's a sixty one model. Now, see, Conrad, you're gonna have to talk to me like I'm a five year old because I don't yeah, know he, anything about farming. He didn't know shit about farming. I know a lot farming. about a lot, but I don't know shit about farming. So when he you say not. beans, are you talking about soybeans? We're talking about soybeans, okay. like Bloomberg, like Bloomberg says, you just gotta put a seed in the ground and watch it grow. Is all you gotta do. That's all you gotta That's do. That's it. That's it. That's it. Man, you guys Hope for the got bag. Open the, open the bag, throw it out there, and it's good to go. Brand so, new trucks driving around, and all y'all's doing is watering seeds. So I gotta man. Ask That's you, it. I, I've been seed. hearing these soybean farmers have been hit by these tariffs and stuff. Have you seen a direct effect of that, or is that all bullshit? The prices on a soybean have have went down i say dramatically over again a dollar talk to me like i'm a five-year-old so when the price of beans go down that's bad for you that that is bad okay it's good making less money it's good for the buyer but it's not good for the guy selling it now on the other hand though through the uh through the covid thing i'd like to know how that's affected you now i know one way that it's affected you guys is that the uh, like the price of diesel fuel is way down so have a lot of you folks been like stockpiling up diesel or we've, what's the other farmers doing? We've bought the cheapest diesel we've bought that I've ever bought. 
Uh, and like I say, we've been filling up all of our tanks. We've been, uh, you know, buying tanks, you know, buying tanker loads. And uh, we've had a lot less fuel issues going on right now because everybody's using up good shit, filling up. So, what so everything's fresh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, what does one do with soybeans? Like, you don't eat them, right? Like, it ain't like a green bean or a pea or nothing. You, what, what, when you send a soybean to wherever, what do they do with it? They, can't, they make hamburgers out of it? I think my school used to have soybeans. Well, they can make a soy yeah. burger out of it. I think uh, I had them before. Some of the rice and foods, they've got a crusher, and they'll take the uh, soybean crushing down, get the oil out of it, and make uh, soybean oil. And uh, But most of it will go to uh, feeding pigs and okay so it's cattle feed basically mm -hmm. you send it to feed farm okay mm -hmm. what about the rice where do you ship the rice china to? we well me personally i'll send ours 90 percent to rice and foods now i heard at one time and you you're again correct me if i'm wrong but isn't arkansas the largest rice producer in the world i think i heard that we're arkansas is the number one producer in the united states okay uh we produce about 1% of the world's rice production. Arkansas does. Arkansas does. So okay. we're, a drop in the, we're a drop in the bucket compared to worldwide production. So now were you, you're younger than I am. So were you around to see this transition? Like I assume your family grew up farming, right? So did they farm rice and beans or was that still the cotton area, era back then? My dad started farming rice and beans. Farmed a little bit of Milo, but predominantly rice and beans. So rice and beans. So now when you do rice, for all the people that don't know, like me, you yes. have to spend all this money and level your land. It has to be like perfectly level, right? It's it's nice. It doesn't have to be. Okay. You can you can spend spend the money, level the ground, make it flat, flat as your kitchen table. Uh, and like I say, you don't have any levees out there or dikes. Is another terminology. <laughs> and you got dikes yeah, on the farm. Yeah, got, got dikes on the yeah. farm, and that that's to hold uh, hold the water level the same across the field. Okay, gotcha. And uh, like I say, rice, it doesn't have to be flooded, but we use the water as a weed control because most weeds can't come up once Floods the water out, right? right once the water comes up, they can't come up. See a lot of water moxins out there. Oh, plenty of them. Yeah, plenty. damn, screw that. <laughs> All the snow. Y'all get frogs too out there. So it's been frog season. I used to go season. frog gigging out in that area back. I used to run those ditches out there. And Don't you and your kids y'all go out and do that? We go frog gigging. We used, to, you know, whenever I was a kid, we used to have a lot more uh, frogs than we do now. I think all the uh, city slickers come out there and get them all. Like Andrew. Oh yeah, like I ain't been out there in a long time, but I was never good with a frog gig, man. I cannot get one of them. With that's a, a frog real gig. surprise to me, but. Now go really on. not me. <laughs> I did really enjoy going frogging. I don't want to around me with a gig. You get in a boat. I remember going with some friends on Black River, and I really enjoyed riding in the front of the boat and just catching them and grabbing. That is fun. Oh, yeah, that, that's you, the best way to me. And to do it. because we would go out and set trot lines to catch catfish, when well, we would get all those baited up, and you had a few hours to spare where we'd go get frogs in between going and checking the lines and it made for a good time. I yeah. bet you got plenty of skeeters out there too, don't you? There's know? plenty of skeeters. Oh, oh man. Can't, bet you can't sit outside after about 730. Uh, if it's before the middle of June, you can, but after that, you're pretty yeah, well you're stuck done. inside. So, considering you lived out there your entire life, have there been any, uh, have there been any remedies that y'all have discovered that that help the mosquitoes a little bit because you can't kill them, but you, I guess he's asking, you got some citronella yeah. candles out there. Yeah. I'm, I think you'd need a, a truckload of citronella. I just don't go they, no, they used to have these things like a summer or two ago, they were popular where you could put them on like the corners of your property. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Evidently that was yeah. a thing. Mosquito Joe works pretty good. Mosquito. Yeah. They come out. I don't know what they spray. It's like a service or whatever. Yeah. They come yeah. out and take care of DDT. Is that what they use? I try to piss off of my back porch about seven times a day and that knocks them down a little bit. Yeah. It's it, good. But really? It, yeah. Sure. Piss? Yeah. Urine. You should try my it. urine. What get Andrew it knocks on me for some reason. Um, you got to eat what Andrew's eating. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta eat what I'm. So eating. what is the what is just 
this answer could be a long answer, but let's make it a short answer. Since you've been farming, what's like the big major change, whether it be technology or the stuff you grow or the way you grow it, like what's the single biggest thing that that you've seen change in your time you've been farming out there? I'd say the change for the better is auto steer. Whenever it first come out, you know, I, I was like, there's no way, you know, just hold a steering wheel. You know, this isn't going to help. So but, it's autopilot, basically. Yes, is that what you're you know, you me? get you a straight AB line and uh, set your implement with. You know, you don't have extra overlap. And like I say, it's just. Much more efficient. Huh? Yes. So you when got, you get it, to the end of the road, does it actually turn for you and do do a, a 180 and go back the other direction? I personally don't have nothing that fantastic. To, okay sophisticated to do it but they i do, guess it's the, out there they do have it now but. can't you i knew a farmer and he said that he could stuff's the way now you can set your tractor's gps and basically sit in your living room and control it they uh, they do have jd lane all john maybe that's what i was so that begs another watch, question so i can watch whoever's doing whatever you like, you a john deere man or a case ih man I'm a John Deere tractor guy, but I'm a Case Combine guy. They got both. House divided. Well, (laughs) yeah, it's cool. It's cool. They split it up. I like it. At least we got some business. I know that's everybody gets. That's a a pretty hot topic between farmers, from what I understand. Like, you know, what what kind of rigs you got? Yeah, I think that's. Oh yeah, you got to be. Is it? Is there's like a team red and a team green? And some some people are all caterpillar. Are you team yellow or what are you? I'm just split half and half. Now, as far you got a as coat of many colors. Now, as far as a tractor on a four wheel drive, which is articulated, it you know swivels in the middle. I like a red. I like a red uh, four wheel drive. So right, tell got, everybody you got a couple staggers down there. You need them. What's your typical? What time do you get up to start this farming business? Are you one of the? Is it like you see on the movies where they I, get up at four o'clock and your wife makes you bacon and eggs and then you put your boots on and go get in the combine. If I see 4 a.m., it's because I hadn't went to bed from the night before. <laughs> uh, with as wet as it's been, I'm a normally 7, 7.30 type guy, but if it's dry, we need to get going. You know, it's 6, 6.30 on an on a average day. So what time you close up shop? Just when the sun goes down or when you get done? Well, the this year, if if it's dry that day, you know, it's liable to be, you know, 10, 12 o'clock at night, just whenever whenever I get ready to go home. Right. So do you you have help other than yourself, like hired hands, or do you got family that helps you? Well, me, me, my dad, my brother is the main help. We do have uh, one hired hand. He helps us. Uh, he helps us. He's uh, James Vaughn. You might know him. Oh, is I, that uh, – Father of Daniel Vaughn. That is Daniel that Vaughn's is father. Daniel Vaughn's father. Uh, so Daniel I guess Vaughn. you got a pretty nice uh, farm shop out there, then, right? Where you can hang out, drink beer. You probably got you a grill and a smoker out there. And we, my mom, does most of our cooking. I don't, I don't have to do no cooking hardly on the farm. Yeah, they go to the house, and she's probably made to go plates. And they, I've saw some Snapchats of. This this guy right here, he'll have some damn. Uh, My mama's better than your he, mama. He'll, yeah, he'll. Well, <laughs> he'll. Food. Well, first off, he'll start his Snapchat off by showing me his little screen with all the numbers that I don't know what the hell they are. But then you'll see on his leg, and he'll have a big ass bowl with like apple pie and ice cream shoveled <laughs> over on top of it. And that's all these guys do is go out there and just eat a so bunch of shit. So mama's kitchen keeps y'all fed. Well, yes. somebody, that's a, One day that's was chili dogs. Yeah. Damn, I don't know if I'd want to eat chili dogs stuck out in the middle of a field all afternoon. I mean, at least that you got, got a shitter on it. Well, you well, got, you got, a, wheel, you got a, a wheel. You can uh, stop and pop a squat on a wheel, on yeah. a tractor wheel. Yeah. Wow. That's another thing I, I do. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of that, I do enjoy the snaps that I've seen of, of your, your kids pissing off of the the farm equipment <laughs> while it's going and stuff that's that's good to see yeah. I, I saw a lot of the kids hanging out with him his brother buford actually is my age he was born three days after me and our dads went to high school together so our moms they were all up in the hospital at the same time and there was a story my dad asked your dad glenn he asked me he said so what are you gonna name him and he said, well, if he comes out to be at least 12 pounds, I'm going to name him Buford. 
And I'm pretty sure Buford was about a 13 pound and some change boy. <laughs> and he's still a 13 pound and some change boy. His brother is one of the strongest men I've ever known in my life. If you ever heard that, if you ever heard that song, Big John, the old Jason, who is that classic country song? Big John, Big Bad John. Big John. I, I don't know. I couldn't big, tell you. But I don't know it either. But Big what Buford. Big Buford big, is Buford. a fella that I've known for a long time. And they're they're good people. So you married? I'm married. Got you married? Two, got How many two kids? Two kids. What? How old are they? They're 10 and 7. You got a son to carry on the farming tradition? Yeah, I got a 7-year-old son named Cooper. Cooper, okay. And Chloe's my daughter. So just... I'm just going to shotgun you a question. I don't want you to think about it. First thing that comes into your head, absolute best thing about farming. You get to be your own boss. Absolute, you get to be your own boss. That's a good answer. Yeah, that is a good one. Absolute worst thing about farming. Being your own boss. <laughs> oh, you make Because you, 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 you think you're making the right decisions on some on one thing, and it could could be wrong. You ain't yep. got nobody to blame but yourself. That's dude, right. right? Yep. Yeah. Wow. So weather weather would be another, you know, could be a bad another bad thing on farming. So y'all yeah. planted or you have y'all got everything planted? No, we got yeah. about nine hundred and fifty acres of rice planted. We was planning on planting twenty five hundred. Uh I don't that ain't gonna happen. See again, I'm interested by this process, but I really don't know much about it. So what is your season? Like when do you when right do you now. start up? Well he had to start before now preparing the dirt yeah. and stuff, right? So you get to go into work, what, about February, March? Ideally, if you, most of the time we'll plant our rice behind our soybeans. Ideally, we'll work that ground in the fall, get it prepped up, ready to just have our planter go in there and plant it or drill. And uh, usually start April 1st, you know, 1st of April. Like say, if it's dry, maybe the, you know, end of March. But I like to have, I'd like to get all my rice planted before May 15th. So April 1st, you kick off. So what time? So you, you plant everything, you watch it grow, you you tender it, you pull it all the out of the ground, you take it to wrestling. Like, it's estimated, when does your season end? If you had to say, this is the date I hope to be completely done. Before deer season. Which is? November, November. first weekend of November. Second that, Saturday that'd be the, of November. That'd be the youth hunt. I, you know, I got kids, right. take them hunting. So I'm hoping to have everything done before the first weekend in November. And then so, duck season comes in. And then duck season. So I don't duck hunt. I don't either. Uh, hey, know, some, give some me people, some. Some people like duck hunting. I, I do not duck hunt. But so you do deer hunt. I do deer hunt. It's I too deer, cold and too wet. We're duck hunters over here. I know Matt's a duck hunter. He used to be. I don't know if he still is no, or not. I'm still going at it. So basically, you're done by the first or middle of, of November. So then, I guess what what does one do with himself from November to first of April? Well, of course, you got upkeep and stuff like that. Well, we'll, we'll uh, if I'm not deer hunting, most of the time toward the end of December, we'll start hauling our rice out of the bins. What we haul, what we cut when we cut it out of the field, put it in grain bins. We'll start hauling the rice on foods toward the end of December. And then we're hauling rice could be up to the first of March. So, you know, you know, all these farmers get all winter off. Well, when you're having to move, you know, 150 to 250,000 bushels of rice, you get a lot of time to, it takes a lot of time to haul that. Andrew's got him a garden out back. Has he showed you his garden yet? It ain't going to have to have any 18 wheelers to haul <laughs> any of my yield out of the, so? no, not out of the backyard. We'll get you a basket. When we take Man. a break here in a few minutes, you'll have to have Andrew give you a tour. Yeah, of we'll eye. go out there. Actually, and... his thumb or his thumb is a little greener than than mine is. I, I... well, the thing He's is, still alive. Well, the thing is, me me still being off work from the COVID, I've just had a little bit more time to put my hand on the water hose and just keep it water. Andrew man. loves his fucking water. Hose. I yeah. love my He'll water He'll get out hose. there, and not even water nothing. He'll just no, spray he'll just in the be yard standing out in the fucking yard, just spraying. Yeah. Man, that's a good time to spray grass. So if you ever need somebody to work the water hose, yeah, Andrew could probably work. I come out and spray your yard all day long. 
We can. He just I, roll on. You can work out. Well. You, pretty now good. you yeah. got a garden too out there. What I all do, you? I, I do saw have yesterday. You said you had some tomatoes and some cucumbers. You grow squash and squash. I got. I squash. got squash. Got my squash plants planted, or my first crop of squash. I normally plant. Try to plant two to three crops, uh, and then I've got forty-eight tomato plants planted. So. Jesus, I, I got I, two. I should have plenty. <laughs> Hope they do I good. should have plenty of tomatoes. If not, you can come look me up. Well, I see, got I'm one more squash, squash guy myself, man. Give me that some of that good yellow squash. I, I cut, like it it. Into, cut it into thin Ooh, layers yep. and then fry it up. Thin slices, yeah. fried mm -hmm. up. Man, that's Boy. good to have on the 4th of July. That's one of my favorite things about the 4th of July is the cooking out and the fireworks. Squash fireworks. And, too. Oh, mm -hmm. man, yeah. all of it. I'm a big fan of the fried okra, too. If you notice, I like all my vegetables fried. No, there's nothing wrong with I'm that. I'm a big fan of the fried okra. Can you fry broccoli? Yeah, I'm sure oh, you yeah. can. Hell with yeah. some cheese. Man, you oh, can yeah. fry anything, man. Oh, yeah. man, I've never had that before. You ever fried cheesecake? I Some. don't know if I've had fried cheese. You've had fried Oreos. Oh, I for sure had. I have fried Oreos. If you can fry an Oreo, you can fry broccoli. I mean, I'm just yeah. following that logic. You ever yeah. had a fried marshmallow? I've never had no. a fried battery marshmallow. Up, battery you up a marshmallow and fry it. Hmm. Really? Like a Twinkie? It's good. Probably gets gooey. Yeah, like, almost like on a s'more. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Baby. Well, those the, the cheesecake, when you, you cut it into little squares and throw it in the freezer and let it freeze and not, not like just for like an hour yeah and then you take it out and throw it in a pancake batter and throw it in the deep fryer and the just pancake, real quick like yeah probably like two minutes will cook up and then as soon as the pancake batter's done throw it over so and you bite into it and it's just a gooey cheesecake mm -hmm. Inside of a pocket of pancake. Can we just agree that everything's better fried? The most important yes. question, though, is what do you dip it in? Do you get you like you some can, strawberry you can, well, sauce? You can do that, like or a strawberry cheesecake, or you can do like I did, and just I'm powder sugar over the top it. of it. You just powdered sugar, like a funnel cake, like but a funnel different. cake, but with cheesecake in it, but without the sweaty. Without a sweat from the guy. No carny. Yeah. Yeah. No carny. No carny sweat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had a fried DNA. Twinkie somewhere. Didn't we have a fried Twinkie from that food truck that was selling the fried Oreos? I think so. Yeah. Those fried Oreos are pretty legit, too. But oh, you know man. how bad those things are for you, man. I'll let you in. Probably very bad. I would yeah, think. real bad. I think they're probably pretty rough. So, so, uh, so you got, I know out there on your farm, you got your smoker. I know you got a smoker. I've got a, I was one of these guys. I'll never have a pellet grill. I'm like them. Hell yes. Them, you know, all oh, it's too, you know, I'm not. And I bought a pellet grill and they're pretty nice. They're I've heard nice. a lot about them, but I've never, I don't know anything about them. It's like that infomercial you used to see with the cooker. You sit it and forget it. Yeah, Is it like a big really green do. egg thing? Is that what you're talking about? No, these are like a. These take little wood pellets. Yeah, I've seen them the pellets. Inside, and then they feed them into the grill. Oh, I got it. And burns then, them in the grill. So it's kind, of a, a, it's kind of a gas. combination between a smoker and a gas grill. Yes. yes. Well, you, you some of them are electric. You can just plug in and instead of having to use Is yours gas. gas or electric? Le mine's electric. You, electric. Just, you plug it in, turn your dial if you want. If you're cooking ribs, set it on 225, and once it comes up to temperature, it's there. So that's your go-to ribs. You're pretty good. I like maker. pork steak. Man, oh, high five son, right here. I went to Matt's the other I, day to drop off his money, and he said, "Come over here and look, see what I got going on." Yeah, he lifted the top of that Weber, and there was three about three quarter inch pork steaks on there. They kind of turned that burnt orange color oh, they get on the gas grill. Oh yeah, starting to get were. the juice bubbling up oh, off yeah, the top dude. of them. Yeah, bones starting so to separate. And Andrew. I don't know if he made ribs tonight. Andrew grilled us up some meats tonight, but I've I'm got a little bit you, in there, Conrad. Andrew's ribs are as good as anybody I've ever eaten. Any they are delicious. Anybody like he's he best ribs I've ever but, had. But that's come the, from Andrew. Well, I appreciate that, man. But the, that's really the only thing I ever cook. I don't cook cook a whole lot of anything else. Like I can't make a hamburger worth shit. That's, that's not true. You know, actually, I can make a steak that I like. But I can't just really get fancy with making steaks. I mean, I like making ribs and pork steaks. And I'd stuff. rather eat a rib as a hamburger too. So, pork is uh, hard to beat. It really is. It's easy well, to cook. Oh yeah. It's, it's well used to be relatively inexpensive. Anymore, 
pork is pro- it's probably cheaper to eat ribs than it is well, hamburger meat because the price yeah, of beef has is. gone crazy. So much to the point that even our uh, friends at Avocados here down the road have went up. Every plate that they have that has beef on it or steak, whatever, they've went up $2 per plate on wow. that because of the prices. Check this out. So I propositioned my family the other day, mm-hmm. pretty much just said unpopular opinion, and we'll come back from break with this unpopular opinion. But I say pork steak is better than beef steak. We'll come back with that. Let me think about that. I'll have okay. to think about it, too. Yeah, let's take a break think about it. All right. So, Conrad, what would you think about those ribs? They were hard to beat. Now, I'm telling They're you, good. you didn't get them fresh off the smoker. They'd been sitting in there getting kind of dry for a little bit. They weren't his best work, but they were still really good. No, they, they were weren't because they had they been good, wrapped though. up in the foil. They they were pretty nice. See, they'll be good later. Like, if you, if you wrap them up in aluminum foil and stick them back in the oven like on 180 for yeah. about 30 minutes, get them heated back. That juice is from the inside if, coming out? Yeah. 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 You, you, you can bring them back to life yeah. for a oh, second. Yeah. If Did you, you put any apple juice on them rims? I didn't. They, I say, just, that, they say that's a, the go-to thing. I I've mean, actually I, thought about that I before. use apple cider apple vinegar. sauce, you said? That's an apple sauce. Apple, no, it's juice. apple juice. He oh. said juice. Oh. Okay. So I guess you could put apple sauce on there too. Yeah. Well, I mean, now Pretty speaking good. of people like putting stuff on I mean, the shit, meat, people now, put jalapenos and all sorts of things. Now I have a little something I would like to talk about as far as that goes. Now, this is this is a heated debate. You can go, Uh-oh, you Conrad, can go eat at somebody's I'm house, ready. or you can go eat at a steakhouse, or whatever. And you order a steak, and they bring it to you. And okay, let's let's pretend that a guy asked for some A one sauce. All right, time out. There's a whole lot of people out there that'll say, "Oh, well, you're just a damn idiot because this thing is so good that you don't need anything like that." And all that. Now, when I'm not disagreeing with that, when the thing is good, I also understand. That there's some people out there, even like myself, you enjoy A1 steak sauce. You like it. Like, Mm. it's not a... I mean, the the steak can be fantastic, but if you also enjoy A1 steak... It enhances your experience. Is that what you're saying? Dog, I enjoy A1 steak sauce on my french fries. Well, see, that's different. When it comes comes to a, a chef or a person cooking... Or whatever, and they say, "Oh well, that's just stupid. We don't have a one steak sauce around it because you don't need that with this steak." Oh, well, first yeah. off, don't tell me what I like and what I don't like. I mean, you know, I've seen people having this argument all the time, and if a guy just likes, you know, some steak sauce, don't take it as a because a lot of times I mean, it's dog, taken a as, a, pussy, as an insult. I, well, the thing is, now, but, but the, what are we being I a pussy? I'm agree just with messing with I do, because yeah. here's how I normally do this. If I'm at a restaurant, or even if I cook me a steak at home, the first bite I take will be without any steak sauce, because I want to taste the steak without yeah. anything, just as I prepared it. Now, I might get some Heinz 57 and just put a little bit and eat it with every other bite, or A1. So I get what you're saying, but the where I draw the line... To where, well, people should be able to eat whatever they want on their damn steak. If people put ketchup on a steak, they just deserve to fucking die. No. See, let, let me tell you something. I knew well, this would right, be a problem go. as soon as it here was we go. <laughs> Because if my view is if it's cooked right, it doesn't need anything, which that's my view. Now, if it's if it's butchered, well, I don't need an air raw, conditioner in my car either, but it sure makes my trip to work. Well, better. see, here we go. It brings my, on a good point. If my if it's way too raw, or because I can eat a rare steak, I'll just throw just a little hint of ketchup. On I like it that's raw. My, that's my steak sauce. I like mine medium rare, but if it comes a you little bit rare, I'll throw some on it. You or don't throw a way, hint of ketchup on anything. Yeah, because it's there with just the a hint. Fries, okay, I, I love, get it. I, get I, it. I love I get it. it. You know, it's there. Bam! You just. I love ketchup anyways. Oh, but, I know you do. I mean, I eat that shit on everything. Even yeah, steaks, that, evidently. That's, well, but only if they're cooked wrong. If they're cooked right, like so I want So when you go and get you a nice cowboy ribeye 
and you season that stuff thing up with some salt and pepper and you put it on the grill and you take it in and it's good. Do you put ketchup on that? No. Okay. No. And now, I don't even need I don't even need ketchup on my plate with my steak fries because I'll take the steak fries and just slop around. So Conrad, where do you fall on this issue? Ketchup on steaks, no ketchup on steaks. I'm a Heinz 57s guy. Me too. Me too. But if it's a good steak, I don't I don't need it. But you see some people, they don't even take a bite of their steak. They just pour Heinz 57 A1. Country, country bobs, country yeah. bobs. You know, yeah. pile it on. That's before reckless. The, before I don't like they that. Even try. That's reckless. That's where I am with you two guys. That as I do like to try it before putting anything on it. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't always put a one steak sauce on everything I get. My big complaint is just the people out there that think in any situation if somebody wants a one steak sauce that it's stupid well, or see, that it's now you're, dealing, see that. you're dealing with absolutist. You know, some people are absolutists. There's a lot of them think, out there, Jason. Well, it, you do not do this. You, uh, see, we live. I'm a gray person. I'm a pragmatist. It, it's like I think about steak sauce with my steak like I think about uh, ketchup with my French fries. I can totally eat French fries without ketchup. And in, in fact, some French fries I prefer without ketchup. But sometimes like McDonald's. I want some ketchup. Can you eat yeah. a mozzarella cheese stick without marinara yes. sauce? Yes, because I eat it with ketchup. Oh, no. no. Dude, that's, that's delicious, no, man. man. dip I those cheese sticks right ranch, down in some ketchup. Ranch. Okay. That's, that's pretty ranch. good. That Yeah, that's probably 50-50. Half of them want ranch, like including my wife. She's a big ranch dressing fan. I'm not. But I would assume to eat mozzarella cheese sticks with marinara sauce or... If I just had mozzarella cheese sticks and nothing, unless I'm just real hungry, I probably just ain't going to do it. Yeah. See, I can take, like, if I have, man, sometimes, if I'm feeling like a wild man, I'll break out the marinara, but sometimes I just go raw See, with I, it. I just, just like just the cheese stick. Just dip it. Anything fried is good with ketchup. So I just dip that oh. son of a bitch in some ketchup. Oh. Well, what, what was the question that came up earlier? Like, what, what do you think is better, like beef steak? Or that was that was going to be steak. the hot the, the hot take coming yeah. back was, was uh, Matt said he thinks pork steak say say, say your unpopular again. opinion pork steak to me is better than steak beef steak Conrad if what do you both think done perfect if if I go I see would take, I think we're I think we're dealing in absolutes again yeah because I mean, not every pork steak is better than a beef steak but okay. not every beef steak so like sometimes I'm in the mood for a pork steak, and there's but nothing that'll taste better than that. Your last but meal. But then sometimes I'm in the mood for a big old cowboy ribeye, and a pork steak just ain't going to Okay, so say that. they throw you in prison for raping and killing a pizza dude, because it's definitely <laughs> going to be a pizza dude, and not just killing him. You had to, Can it be to, a pizza girl? You had to butt fuck him first. <laughs> but no. But say you're on your last meal, and they say you can either have steak, or you can have... A delicious pork steak. Well, see, you're already you're already selling this because you want a steak or a delicious pork steak. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, man, it, I, to I me, would pork probably better. But see, it depends on the steak because they could bring me a total shitty, a totally shitty, you know, round eye of round steak. No, I mean it's a if, good. It's good. If we're talking about a two hundred dollar ribeye, then yeah, give me that. See, the thing is with pork is there's a lot more room for bounce. Margin on rare. pork. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you got more room. I guess a steak. See, people. But that now that's a whole nother argument of mine because as far as the steak thing, man, I know how to cook a steak that I like to eat. But as far as everybody else, like if I go to somebody's house and they cook a steak for me, hell, I'll eat it. I mean, it's going to be good. I'm not real picky. I'm not. Now, if I'm at a restaurant and, I mean, it's just completely not the way that you ordered it, yeah, you need to say something. But, man. So, Conrad, what you cooking? Like, if it's a Sunday afternoon and you say, man, it's nice outside. The mosquitoes aren't too bad. I got out of the field early. I want to throw something on that pellet grill. What are we making? If I've got the time, it's going to be a pork steak. Going to yeah, be a pork steak. I mean, so, you, now, do you get them big old thick sons of bitches? I go to Hayes, mm -hmm. cut me up about an inch thick i make yeah. them nice and thick that way you don't have dry beef jerky mm -hmm. yeah you know, and that goes back to a a good cooked steak well you can i could eat a well-done steak 
but it's hard to eat a dried up piece of beef jerky that somebody made from a pork steak. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, oh, that, yeah. you know, I you think there's more. Chew and chew. Yeah. Like I say, you can, as far as people cooking a well done steak, I would prefer that over a dried out pork steak. But if it's cooked right, I'm, I, I like, dried out I like some a pork, pork steak. steaks in my time. And yeah, I have too. It's, it's an art. You really got to figure out what you're doing. Cause so do you do the long method where you wrap them in foil where they kind of like strawberries where they just kind of fall off the bone when you open like them? a roast? I, I like to be able to still have to have a knife on mine. Like say, as far I agree. as you know, Man, falling I'm feeling, off a bone, yeah, yeah, that's I'm not me. When we go to deer camp, I take my grill down there and I'll cook up, you know, eight, 10 pork steaks. And like I said, I've got it down almost to an art. You and put I, barbecue sauce on it about bar- 20 minutes. Barbecue done. sauce. Yeah. And I use, uh, uh, sweet baby rice. That's no, right. Woody's Woody's Woody's. 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 That's, that's a like good say, sauce. Never you, if you've never used Woody's seasoning, you I need, never you have. need to try it. Is that the same Woody that's down at Waldenburg at the inner? Remember Woody's Barbecue at Waldenburg, or is that the intersection? Is that I don't the, know, but you well, you bought it at uh, Sam's, or where I get it from. That's probably the same folks, but it's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm like you. I like it. I sometimes I like the ones that you can just eat with the plastic fork that just fall apart. You know, that are like black on the outside and got that red on the inside. Like, But th- there are times I'm like you. I want one that more closely resembles meat where I can have to use those. Kind of like a pork chop, like a glorified pork yeah, chop. Yeah, between well, a pork yeah. chop and a ribeye somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Woody's Famous Barbecue, Waldenburg. Well, that looks pretty damn good. And yeah, It says amazing. Man, I don't know if they the make their own seasonings yep, or not. They sure but. do. It's the Woody's barbecue dry rub, and they make. The oh, sauce. I've seen that in the stores. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's in like a, it's in like a green and yellow. Man, yep. uh, when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and I worked uh, summer help out at the highway department. If we found ourselves down there, that's where we'd go for lunch. All he had was just a little, a little wagon, just a little sixteen uh, foot long cook wagon and that that, now the only thing that they sold was barbecue sandwiches potato chips and like a soda or a Mm -hmm. sweet tea or whatever and you could get all that for about back then is about six dollars you can get you a huge barbecue sandwich a bag of chips and a soda for six dollars and it was a big thing man yeah. had a little bit of sauce mixed in there i never was a slaw guy i don't get the slaw sandwiches yeah. did the highway department pay for that no they didn't but we would usually take a little longer lunch break than what we were a lot because you're on the highway so conrad are you a slaw guy on a barbecue sandwich or no uh no uh extra barbecue sauce slaw extra on the side yeah yeah you gotta have extra sauce now if somebody brings jumbo barbecue no slaw if somebody brings it to me and it's slaw on there, I'm gonna eat it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. So, do you take the slaw off? Or you can't take slaw. Off, well, <laughs> well, I know. Well, I would have to take off as much as I could. No, I would just eat it. So eat you it. could see now. That's something that I wish I wasn't such a big fat pussy, and I could just muscle through something like that. But man, that oh, it, first see, bite of slaw would gag me. See, like to a, me, it. I like slaw anyway, so. I mean, if it's on there, I, I even enjoy it sometimes with it on there. It's kind of like a dry pork steak or a, a moist pork steak. But, yeah, the the that's good stuff. You ever have fish fries out there? We we have. It just depends when my brother catches all the fish. Oh. See, we don't have a lot. Of, like, I cook a lot of steaks at my house, a lot of pork steaks, a lot of pork chops, a lot of hamburger helper. But one thing that we don't eat a lot of is fish i just guess I we don't, don't eat no fish we don't either i need to i need to go to the fish market and buy some sometimes yeah we need to have us a fish cookout over here man which you know i here at my house i ain't even got a fish cooker but if you're just cooking for four or five people man you can hook you up a fry daddy in the kitchen and mm-hmm. you can fry the hell out of some catfish or crappie or if we do this, French we're fry. having hush puppies too. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. No one you gotta have. I just like the doughy hush puppies. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta have fish, hush Andrew puppies, like the French ones. fries. Have some sliced up onions on the side. Some shrimp. Can shrimp. we have one of those little bottles of shrimp. lemon juice that looks like a lemon? Sure, I yeah. got I got yeah. a lime one in there in the refrigerator right now. Now you talk about shrimp. Are you talk? Do you like fried shrimp or grilled shrimp? 
fried, fried big shrimp. old butterfly shrimp. See, I'm more yeah. of a fried shrimp man myself. I'm I'm more of the put it in Cajun stuff. Like I'll cook red beans and rice, uh-huh. and I'll get those big, like the, the grilled the ones extra or... large shrimp that you can frozen shrimp, uh-huh. and pop the tails off of them, and then throw you them can in boil them. Or you, what do you do? You just throw them in the red beans and rice about three minutes from when it's done. That way, oh, the shrimp. So it's like a stir fry. They don't thing. overcook. I mean, and then red beans and rice. It's like, a, oh my god, it's so man. Good. I like I like shrimp about anyway. I like little fried shrimp. I like big fried shrimp. I like little grilled ones, bold ones. I I like all kinds of shrimp. Kind of like Bubba and Forrest. Yeah, mm-hmm. shrimp stew, shrimp salad, <laughs> shrimp and potatoes, shrimp creole. Y'all want to hear a joke? I had a I had a eight year old boy tell me this joke today, and I'm not gonna when the eight year old boy's like. I got to tell you a joke. I was like, this joke's going to suck. But I actually laughed my ass off way too hard. Are you ready? Okay. Why did Amy fall off the swing? I don't know. She didn't have any arms. (laughs) Wait. Knock, knock. (laughs) So it doesn't have nothing to do with her name. (laughs) Knock, knock. knock. Who's there? Not Amy. <laughs> this boy's going places. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be just fine. Wow. He's, he's going to do all right. My son asked me the other day. He goes, Hey, Dad. He said, Guess who I saw today? And I said, Who? He goes, Everybody I looked at. <laughs> Good one. I, I mean, wow. after I would have said, I would have been like, He's hey, not kid. wrong. The blind kids don't say that. That's true. Not at all. Man, mm. my dog is blind. We do not make fun of blind people on this show. And That's diabetic. That's very sensitive to me. Uh, yeah, she's diabetic. Does she have a walking stick? No, no, she gets around pretty good. She just can't see where she's going. The vet said, and this is the honest God truth, now she's not 100% blind. She's like 90% blind. You know, she could probably see peripherally. But that, but, but the, the vet said, well, I think she'll probably be fine. Just don't rearrange the furniture. Oh, great. <laughs> See, yeah, I, I would do her, it every day. Dude, I'd want to get a little, I'd want to, my wife's pretty crafty. If one of our dogs gets that way, I'm going to have my wife make a little sequin jacket for him. We're going to put some sunglasses <laughs> on him. Make See, him our like dog a, won't wear clothes. It takes uh, them off. All ours would, too. They wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. wear them. You know, she's my baby. She's a sweet girl, but she is blind. Uh, she is diabetic. She has to take two insulin shots a day. Uh, she just had ten teeth pulled. That's she's, what I do to warm up. A lot of damn money. That's what I do to warm up. I say blind diabetic. Well, Dotson. so blind what the hell else is going on? Dotson. I mean, here we are. What are we in the third week of May? Second week of May. Third, uh, uh, I believe. Believe Jason just started recently going back to work. I started this back week. to work Monday, and I'm That's telling awesome, you guys, man. after you've been off for nine weeks, you know I've been working from home, which allowed me a little more flexible schedule, and I wasn't have to drive to work every day. But we started Monday, ten hour days, and whoo, they should have eased me back into that shit. <laughs> so Conrad, uh, w- with with your work days, tell me how the tell me how the COVID affected you, and how how long have you been quarantined and off of work? I have not been off work. Uh, the only thing I, it's really affecting me is when I go get my parts. I got I go in there and they got me roped off, and I can't go in there and talk to my normal people. Mm-hmm. Only uh, one way to entrance, one way to exit. All yeah, we it. had a little box about the size. Well, about from right about sure. say five by five. Yeah, so I've one seen, customer at a time could come in, and we'd have to get their parts and take it to them. And then, and I've used more hand sanitizer and sanitation wipes than I have in my whole life. I don't know. Oh yeah, man, it, I haven't been showering. I read that if you don't shower for three months, that the COVID can't live on you because of all your body grease and stuff. So I like I'm it. trying that out. I haven't took a shower in a day and a half. That's pretty good. That, yeah, it's kind of a long time. I haven't I haven't got to the point that I like smelt myself or anything, but I did throw I did pull the old well, I'm gonna throw on a clean shirt and put some deodorant on thing. Yeah, the Mexican early, because that makes it all go away. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever know. You know. Well Throw in my experience, on. other people usually smell you before you smell yourself. And I'm not talking about you personally, but just people in general. No, we're talking about you personally. You fucking stink, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> 
man, today? <laughs> yeah. No. No, I knew I didn't today. I smelled. Andrew has to take a shower to, you know, to kind of get one with himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I, I love taking a shower. Yeah. Forty-five minutes. Let, let that hot, let that hot water just beat down on your neck. Just look down and close your eyes, and just about, just about fall asleep. You ever drink a beer in the shower? Actually, I have. Uh, it's really good. More That's than a shower, a shower beer is a thing. Is especially good back when I was doing the factory work and everything. And man, you'd get hotter yep. than balls at work. And plus, you know, you come home with all this black shit from head to toe on you. So, like, now those showers, you'd usually spend you a good 45 minutes in the shower mm-hmm. getting all like that you off had to of buy you. that special degreasing soap. Oh, your- yeah, man. Well, yeah, and also no white or tan-colored towels or nothing. We had all, like, black and dark blue towels. Oh, yeah. Because, dude. Yeah, you should have been clean when you came out of the shower, though. Right. Oh, oh no, I was good. But the whole time that I was in there, after you'd been hot and getting off work and everything, you'd have to have that. I'd usually take me a beer in there and I'd set it up there on that top little part there yeah. between the yeah, little triangle and the wall. Yep. Yeah. It'll stay there. It'll yeah. keep. It'll keep. <laughs> I bet you at anything you've knocked one off before though and spilt it. You know, I really don't think I have. As clumsy as I am, I don't think I've done that yet. I I really don't. I mean, so what's your drink of choice, Conrad? You, I see tonight you've got a just a a, a light beer there. You whiskey. Well, now that was his you? podcast gift. I got him some Michelob. I got him a six pack of Michelob Ultra. As Andrew I use, always gets gifts for our for our special. Guests. When we have a guest, I usually try to get them a a six pack of something they like to drink, and. You know, Conrad, I guess he was one of these guys, kind of like me. He'll just kind of drink whatever's around, if that's the case. So I did pick out the Michelob Ultra, but I found out that I guess I could have just got anything. I'm Yeah, I'm not too picky, and I appreciate the gift, but I, Michelob, Bush Light, just, just whatever. So we talked enough about work. What do you do for fun? What does Conrad do? And he says, man, I'm... Let's just say you didn't have to farm next week. What are you going to be doing with yourself? What's your hobbies? You go to the lake? You drive four-wheelers? I don't have enough MMA money fighter? for go to the lake. I ride the ranger. You got two kids. I guess they're that's fun Fun for me. You can go out gig frogs. Ride their, ride their dirt so bikes around the yard. country things yeah, out there. Sit around there and watch yeah. them run wild. Ride four-wheelers or razors or gig frogs. That's cool. I saw that your nephew, he's he's embedded pretty hardcore into the the youth motocross circuit, I guess. He's bad to the bone, yes. That is nuts. I didn't realize that it got that crazy involved with the young kids, but I've, I've saw all the videos, and, man, it's like motocross tracks. He, uh... He's got a, his younger brother Kane. He uh, he's five or will be five. He's starting to ride, and like saying they're going, they're going to be really good. So they get on these dirt bikes. See, when I was a kid, like the Kawasaki's and that kind of stuff. Yeah, KT, yeah KTM. And, yeah. They're fat. Fast, bad to the bone. I couldn't get my parents to get me a damn dirt bike. Oh, really? I mean, I had I had like a I had a Yamaha Breeze there for yeah, a second. I had, I had <laughs> some four-wheelers. You know, yeah, I had a bunch of four-wheelers, but I could never get my mom to let me have a dirt bike, so that kind of impresses me for those kids. Man, that's kind of a big thing around here. I know several guys, or not several, but more than I, you would think that do the motocross thing or, or just go watch it. Like, I guess that's a pretty big deal. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big sport these days, man. You're those not bikes hip. are pretty light, too. I had a buddy that had one, and they're not much heavier than a moped than a bicycle. Yeah. If I had one of them bikes like my nephew rides at his age, I'd, I think I'd be probably dead. That's probably mm-hmm. why your mama wouldn't get you one, Andrew. <laughs> that is probably. I'm, I'm not clumsy or anything. Well, I think we should take one more quick break and come back and wrap this show up. Episode eight with our buddy Conrad. So we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to f- go find me another rib or piece of chicken. We'll be back with you shortly. Okay. We are back with our special guest tonight, Conrad Newberry. So, Conrad, we're going to finish this thing up. We uh, had a guest a few weeks ago that brought us some questions. And when I was outside, I thought about one of these questions. So I'm going to ask you. 
Guys, y'all remember this question. You have a night where you get to go party and get down with two chicks. Okay. But both of them are going to be midgets or either both of them are going to be seven foot tall. Which one would you choose and why? Well, that's a tough one because both of them, you're going to be getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Uh, now, are we out in public or are we just going? No, to you're like, in a hotel room at the Marriott. Oh, man. I was hoping you'd say out in public. All right. So nobody knows. <laughs> I'd go with the midgets. Uh, that's that's that was, was the consensus too. of those yeah. guys. I mean, they'd be easier to toss around and stuff yeah. and <laughs> just have your way with. Yeah. You know, I went with the seven footers, but that's just me. Yeah, he Jason was seven foot tall. That's a lot of leg. That's a lot of leg. You know, that's, that's a lot of leg. A lot of everything there. Uh, it is. How deep their voice is going to be? Yeah, ooh, there can be some very feminine seven foot women. <laughs> I mean, I'd be. Tell me the first name of one of them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> midgets weird. Carl. Yeah, I agree with you on the midgets. But so at this point, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. We're going to have you ask the happy campers. So, you know, you can ask Andrew a question, Matt a question, or me a question, or you can ask us a question as a group, and we'll answer it. So, sitting here, what do you want to know about the happy campers? Well, how did y'all all become a group? Matt? Well, I guess I started... Uh, a group question, I guess. Five, no, seven, eight years ago, something like that. Oh, I don't think it was that long ago. No, I think I think we're probably looking at this time. I think I've known now I've known Jason longer than I've known Matt. I've I've met Jason probably about seven years ago, I think. And then I think I met Matt about five years ago. And then it was probably about a year after that. That would because until this time, I would hang out with Jason separately, and I would, you know, I would hang out with Matt separately. They didn't really know each other. And then I think it was probably about five years ago that we all, yeah. that we all three kind of came on the same page. I think we went out to eat one night or something. We, we, we did go of, out to eat one night, but we hung out all for a while before uh, playing music had ever even come up. Like we kind of knew that each of the three of us all played a little bit, enjoyed and stuff. music, yeah. A bit, yeah. And then, Jason, how did it come about where we decided that? Well, I think hey, it was we at could your do something. Party. Remember, was it my thirtieth birthday yeah, party? Yeah, Matt okay. Rod was there playing music? So that would have been was, four years and that's ago. That's when Matt got on the drums, and I was playing guitar or bass, and you were playing, and Matt Claude was playing, and. I was like, man, and it, it, at that, it was at that point we all started kind of talking, well, man, we should totally play music together. There's no reason why we can't do this. So. Now, initially, I was a naysayer, though, because I'd never really played out anywhere. Jason had, years ago, quite a bit. Matt had some back when he was in high school, but for me, I'd never been out playing it. Like, I've always been a in my bedroom guitar picker or I would play out on the back porch when I've been sitting out there for a long time or what it like. So I never, what did that first show feel like? Uh, nerve wracking as hell. Nerve wracking as hell. You can even look at the pictures. And as far as I'm concerned, I look like I'm stiff as a board. Well, see, <laughs> like I it, always knew you had it in you. Like we'd hung out enough and I'd heard you play guitar enough and sing enough that I knew you had the ability, but you didn't have experience or confidence. So once you got that and you felt comfortable standing in front of people, well, you just got better, you know? So anyway, it just kind of all came together and uh, we decided to start a band and it was more of kind of a parody thing at first. We were trace hombres and we'd get together and drink beer and hang out in Andrew's uh, garage out here and just play tunes, you know, and, then we finally booked a little gig and played like five songs and yeah. Was I remember that, that was at the as they what? say, yep. The rest is history. Oh yeah. Well the thing is, you know, you just talking about the whole, you know, being nervous thing and all that. Well, it makes you even more nervous when you like somebody like myself, I like to go out and watch a whole lot of other people play music 
and stuff. So I've always seen these other people, and there are some people out there around here that are incredible. Oh, sure. So then it's you yourself. You're going up there to do something of your own, and you know that it's not anything like the oh yeah you know yeah. the people that are badass out there so that adds a whole lot of other pressure onto it but after a while for myself i just kind of got more comfortable with it and realized like hey man there's these people out there doing awesome things but there's actually also people out there that enjoys the shit out of what we do yeah and you know you you just kind of you 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 get comfortable in that spot and realize that you know hey well what we do is a completely different thing you know yeah and sometimes sure. well, they we, we're, we're not comparing ourselves to anybody no. we're not well, what, trying to be anybody or like you said the uh, the shows that we play that there's like bigger people after us like you know um, what was it get downtown fest we had it was like us and then the Crafton brothers and then. Dylan Kate yeah. and then Ricochet. Yeah. Which they didn't not I don't know who all heard us, but the sound for us wasn't I'll just say it wasn't that, that great, yeah, that but, that was a that was a good that was a good time, but that was one of those situations you're talking about where you know, like we we're gonna get up there and do our thing and do what we do, and there's these other people that I watch and see and you know, and they're crazy talented. So it almost makes you feel like an imposter somewhat mm -hmm. for like, well, why am I, why are we playing before these people? But man, I enjoy playing music and I, I enjoy the hell out of watching other people play music. That's why I started doing it myself is because I like watching other people and it's just kind of a fun thing to get into. I no, like Conrad, it. these guys have turned into two of my best friends. I mean, we we travel a lot of miles together playing music all over Northeast Arkansas, Southeast Missouri. I tell them all the time, you know, being in a band's kind of like being married to two other people. You know, it's you except gonna, for the dudes. You love each other, and you're going to fight sometimes, and you're not going to get along. But at the end of the day, everybody comes home, and mm -hmm. everything's cool. How'd you feel being married, and then at the same time, you got two other old dicks that are just constantly bouncing around and. You got other stuff yeah. going on, you know. Sometimes pissing y'all. Not, not all the time. You play an instrument? I do not play you an instrument. I'm not. Instrument. I'm not that talented. He plays the radio. I play the radio. He That's plays the hell out of the radio. And I can imagine Conrad's probably a country music man. I mean, I, I, I I'm, I don't discriminate. I listen to it all. Yeah, I, that's the same way I am. I had Post Malone going today. Except the, uh, the head banging, uh, what is he, a hard rock band? Like Screamo type yeah, stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to do Screamo anymore. I used to back in the high school days, but I don't anymore. I understand that. See, I, I, don't I just under, don't understand what they're saying. I don't understand mm -hmm. the meaning of the words. And they're ruining their voice. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good for the vocal cords. I bet they smoke cigarettes, too. You'll get nodules yeah. and shit. Oh. Well, Conrad, we appreciate you coming over tonight. I appreciate y'all inviting me. Glad Andrew fixed you up with some cold drink and some mediocre ribs. But yeah. No, they were good. But I'm telling you, man, when you get Andrew's ribs that are that he's worked on for five oh, yeah. hours. Was it Memorial Day or was it Fourth of July? That was Fourth of July. That was probably about five. That was about five. Four or five years ago, those were the best ribs I've ever had. We uh, out of any had a had, 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 had just a man the the sun and the planets were all aligned. The, it was perfect. just correctly, and it it worked out good. But and we had a keg. We sure did. And I had a mullet. Don't. That was at your old house on Madonna. Yeah, I had a mullet with my mustache shaved down. Matt cut his hair like specifically, <laughs> and he manicured this his was pre Jason. Yeah. Yes, this is this is before Jason and Matt knew. I knew Jason at this point, but yeah, the uh, Matt he he manicured his beard and his hair and his outfit and everything to fit for the Fourth of July. We had a swimming pool out there, mm -hmm. and a uh, good time was had by all. I believe our friend Rob Malone took a rocket. Yeah, to his ass. his ass. Yeah, or out of his ass. Yeah, out of his ass. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Left left okay. a red burn like down his whole yeah, back down his back. And it was like one of those, you know, one of those that you see it on every fucking video that pops up of somebody doing that. It just goes <laughs> and doesn't go anywhere. Yep. It just blows all that so fire down his ass. 
It, <laughs> it, yeah, because it sounds it, like they had a, the stick buried too deep. That stick <laughs> didn't take off as fast as it fucking needed to, and that's for sure. But the thing was, I think I think I was still like uh, getting into the whiskey still pretty hard back then, and <laughs> yeah, I was. remember I believe I had some of we those artillery gone. shells, like the little flat piece that's got the tube, yeah. and oh, you yeah. drop the big ball. Well. I was shooting those straight down the street. Yeah, Melissa was getting there. really pissed yeah, off. Yeah, my at you. wife was real proud of me that night. <laughs> and so, you know, since them years, I've uh, I've gotten off of that whiskey. I don't do that anymore. That's a good you time don't shoot though. Fireworks mortars down the road. No, no sir. <laughs> no, sir. I'm. Uh, I would. Uh, I'd rather keep it safe for the kids these days. <laughs> <All right>. Well. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. Conrad, thank you for coming and joining us. I hope Man, you can come back at some point. Um, Andrew, it's good to see you. We're going to be back in two weeks with our, our now bi-weekly That's podcast. Right. This is the THC Jamcast. Be sure and send us a emails if you want to ask us a question or you got a request or maybe a guest on the show or just something you want to know about the Happy Campers. Send us an email at thcjamcast at gmail.com. Matt? What are you going to tell these good folks? Y'all have a happy Memorial Day. I want to tell them that. Yeah. Be good to each other, Andrew. Yes, sir. We love y'all. Y'all be good. We'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Conrad, tell the people something they don't know. Uh, that was deep, Conrad. That was deep. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll see you on the flip side. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo.